0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 221 of the Juicebox Podcast. Today's show is sponsored by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Omnipod, the world's only tubeless insulin pump, dancing for diabetes, and real good foods. We're going to be talking about them all later in the show, but let me just say this. If you love low carb and yummy, you're going to love realgoodfoods.com. And when you go there, don't forget to use the offer code JUICEBOX to save 20% on your entire order. And if you'd like to check out the Omnipod, they'd be happy to send you out an absolutely free, no obligation, pod experience kit. That's right, it's a demo of the pod that you can try in your own home. We'll also be talking about the Dexcom G6 and all the goodness that it brings. And of course, Dancing for Diabetes. I love this organization so much, I'm going to fly down to Florida and speak at their event soon. Details about that are coming up in their ad. I'm going to have trouble describing today's episode because I'm going to sound like I'm selling it to you when I tell you how much I enjoyed my conversation with Katie. Katie was 14 years old and had diabetes for a year when we recorded this. It's you know a few months later now, but she was just absolutely spectacular on the show. Honest, open, smart, witty. I'm telling you, at the end of this hour, if you don't think to yourself, there's no way that girl was 14... And that's the most fun I'm going to have listening to a podcast this week. Then I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'll tell you right now, I'm willing to bet, but forget a bet. I'm going to offer you a money back guarantee on this episode. If you don't love it, you get your money back. Please don't forget that nothing you hear on the juice box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise, and to always consult a physician before becoming bold with insulin or making any changes to your medical plan. Let me take this couple of seconds I have here to thank you all for the wonderful ratings and reviews that you've left recently on iTunes. Not only do they mean a lot to me personally, but they help the show to be more searchable by people who are looking for type 1 diabetes podcasts. So thank you.
1: My name is Katie Parks, and I'm 14 years old, and I got diagnosed about one year ago.
0: Okay, Katie was diagnosed a year ago in 2017. Mm -hmm. Okay. And do you, uh, use any kind of technology?
1: Um, yeah, I have both an Omnipod and a Dexcom.
0: Ah, perfect. Yeah. So well done.
1: (laughs) They're the best.
0: See that? (laughs) That's it. We're done. There's no ads in this one. Just listen to Katie. Okay. (laughs) But no, seriously, how did you, how did you figure out you had type one? Was it like, did a doctor tell you, did you get sick or what happened?
1: Um, it was actually pretty crazy. So, um, we were on a camping trip, um, and my friends were like, let's go on a 12-mile hike. <laughs> and, um, Who are your it friends, a- by the way,
0: Katie? No, uh, a friend doesn't say to you, let's go for a 12-mile hike. That's <laughs> a person a that doesn't like t- you.
1: It was up a 14 or two. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, my God. I don't even know what that means. That sounds an incline. Yeah, Is
1: that- it, it was a- on a mountain. <sighs>
0: I would never yeah. walk that far. Never walk yeah. that far. Never.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, and like before we went on the camping trip, I was feeling pretty crappy. Like I was thirsty, like all the time drinking so much water mm-hmm. and, you know, like the normal stuff where I'm just like not excited to do anything and all that. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm not going on the hike. It's not happening. And, um, and they thought that was a little weird um cuz like I'm the kind of person who would go on that hike. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. This so, is something
1: uh, you
0: normally would have done.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um and so they thought that was kind of weird, but since we were camping, like whenever I had to go to the bathroom, like we did have like this kind of porta potty thing, but like it was really far away, so I would have to like there was a river, so we were tubing, so I would have to like, get out of the tube, walk all the way to the porta potty like to go to the bathroom. And like, I was doing it so often.
0: I want everyone who's listening right now to acknowledge that they would have just peed in the river. And and (laughs) seriously, just everyone right now is in their car, they're doing their laundry, their grocery shopping, and they're thinking, Oh, what a sweet girl, I would have peed in the river. (laughs) Very nice. You know what? There's nothing better uh than all of the disgustingness of a porta potty with all of the um uh the, the closeness of a nine mile walk to get to it. So uh really, really not a good deal. So you're going back and forth, back and forth during this trip, urinating yeah. constantly, not up to like doing the things you would normally do. And then your friends left you alone and you smelled like sugar and a bear came after you? What happened next?
1: <laughs> no, um, so my dad like finally figured out like Something's really wrong with me. So he, we, like, we had to drive like two hours down to like my, our doctor's office.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, um, they took my, took, like, took a blood sample and I was high.
0: So over so, like five or 600. That, yeah. That kind of yeah.
1: Thing.
0: Did they take you right to the hospital or how did they handle that?
1: Uh, yeah, they did. They, um, they drove me right to the hospital and, uh, they got me hooked up to an IV, and then, yeah, by that time, my mom came down, and we were just... I was only in the hospital for one night, so it wasn't, like, insanely bad, but... So you're in
0: Colorado, right?
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. all the
0: doctors are high, and they're just very relaxed. <laughs>
1: like, just
0: go home now. It's cool.
1: <laughs> you're yeah. fine. Yeah, everything's no, uh, <laughs> fine,
0: Katie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, thank goodness they didn't do that. Um, actually, up um, near Denver... Uh, we have this center. It's called the Barbara Davis Center, and um, it's like a it's a type one diabetes place. And so, after I spent a night in the hospital, they sent us up to the center um, for your like your get,
0: education and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, to get okay, yeah. That's
0: nice. That actually is really kind of cool. So it got you out of the mm-hmm. hospital quicker, and it got you to more focused. Hey, if you live in the Orlando area, come out to the Dancing for Diabetes Touched by Type 1 event on May 18th. You will be able to hear me speak there live about being bold with insulin. Go to DancingForDiabetes.com. That's Dancing4Diabetes.com and look for the tab marked events. Just click on Touched by Type 1 for everything you need to know. And if you come out, please introduce yourself. I would love to meet you. Let me ask you this question because you're at such an interesting spot. Because you're 14, but as people are going to hear while you're speaking for the next hour, you're like 75 in your head. You're like an old. You're like an old soul. So
2: (laughs) I feel like it sometimes.
0: (laughs) By the way, loosen up a little bit. And but but no. But but so what I'm saying is is that you're going to have an interesting recollection of this from a child and a kind of an adult perspective. So what was it like, first of all, hearing that? Like, what was your understanding initially when they were explaining this to you? Did you really have any perspective on what was being told to you?
1: Well, at the beginning, um, so my grandpa has type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. So all I knew was that he had to take shots before he ate. And so that was like all I knew. So I was you
0: were going to start getting injections.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So right away. And I, like I'm not afraid of needles, which thank goodness. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm prepared. Just give me the shots, like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't realize like all the other stuff that had to be like. There's so much to it that like you don't even know.
0: Right, like it just probably felt like at back then it was probably like oh, there'll be this regimented thing, like right before I eat, I'll do this thing, and everything. Else. You didn't realize everything else that went with it at the time, which is exactly totally yeah. Reasonable. How did you figure the rest out?
1: Um, like, what do you mean? Like,
0: like when did it start hitting you? When did you go, wow, I have to count carbs and I have to wait. And like, when did you, when did the totality of it come into focus for you?
1: Well, um, at the hospital, they kind of showed us how to count carbs. Um, and so I was like, okay, I have to do this now. But then once we went up to the BDC, uh, which is what we call the center, um, um, like they were explaining like pricking your finger. Cause I thought that it was just something they did at the hospital, but, um, like pricking your finger, like the range and like the Lantus and the Humalog and all the, like everything. And I'm, I was like starting to get overwhelmed but at the same time. I was kind of like, just give me the stuff. I'll figure it out.
0: Okay. So you had that app, you had that kind of attitude? How were your parents? Were they holding it together? Were they crying in shifts? What did they do?
1: <laughs> um, I never saw either of them cry.
0: Yeah, that's a thing I, you'll figure no. out when you get older. You go into a different room to cry when you have kids. But, yeah, but, okay, yeah, so. I know they
1: definitely did. Um, but my dad was kind of with me um, at the beginning when I was at the hospital. And my friends who were still on the camping trip was saying that my mom was crying, like when she first heard
0: they they stayed on the camping trip? That's
1: uh cool. no, my mom, uh my mom was packing up with my sister No, to go I back.
0: Mean, I meant the friends.
1: Oh, I, yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: I mean, I agree with what they did, but still <laughs> in the moment it would have been nice. Where you are in, you live in Colorado, is that correct?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, okay. So, so you were on a mountain, but you were still within a couple hours of your
2: home.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um <laughs> the nice thing was they made me a card. Oh. And um yeah. And they were kind of being like funny, like like writing funny stuff in the card. And when I got in the hospital, I like didn't understand that they were trying to be funny. <laughs> like I was like, okay, like. <laughs> you think they
0: were like being crappy to you? They were like, "Am I getting picked on no, from a diabetes, I, or what's going on?"
1: I just didn't understand like what they were saying. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you writing this?"
0: Maybe your blood sugar was high and you couldn't understand. That's fine. It, it's yeah. uh, I, I get. Listen, plus they're not you, Katie. You're a special child. You're you're talking to me like you're 93 years old, 47 years old, something like that. Maybe these are just regular <laughs> average 13-year-old kids. Do you um what's your schooling situation?
1: Um so I'm in high school. You're high school yeah. age now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um
0: public high school, private?
1: Yeah, public high school. Um about 300 kids in my class.
0: So small, definitely a small school then.
1: Um no, we have like um, oh. A thousand kids in the school. I was going to say three hundred in your just,
0: class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in okay. my class. Yeah. Okay. It's,
1: so
0: um, yeah. So how do you manage? Well, you know, don't I don't want to get to that yet. Let me let me slow down a little bit. Right. As things are coming into focus and you're starting to realize, there's slow acting insulin, or long acting insulin, and I'm counting carbs, and this poking thing isn't just one time; it's every day and everything, and it's all kind of coming together. Are you? Is that a summer? Are you diagnosed in the summer? Or is it, yes.
1: um July.
0: July. So you didn't have to go right back to school. Right. I had I had a little bit. And what before. did you guys do? Did you like pretty much have like a diabetes boot camp at your house where you figured everything out and like tried to pull together some sort of a plan?
1: So so what they did is they um they taught us like the basics and they sent us home and they said come back I forget it was like tomorrow or like the next day. Mm-hmm. Um and then we'll see how you did, and then we'll we'll give you like the big rundown, so like talking to like a social worker like it's a huge center, so we had like a lot of people we had like a nutritionist and a social worker and like um the endo yeah
0: it's so it's almost so, like uh one of those bad movies when someone gets a makeover and they go from like person to person, like station to station to station, like, let me, I'll cut your exactly. hair, I'll do your nails. Yeah. I'll like,
2: <laughs> exactly you know, like that. Let me fix your clothes.
0: <laughs> By the time you come out the other side, you're like, boom, new person. Yeah, exactly. So you popped out the other side and you were like, boom, this sucks. And yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> I can't believe I have to do all this. Um, do you know anyone else that has type 1?
1: Um, Actually, funny story. So I got diagnosed on my um, one of my friend's little sister's birthday. Mm-hmm. And then about six months, like January uh of this year, she got diagnosed with type one diabetes.
0: So they didn't leave the vacation to support you, but they started getting diabetes to support
2: you. It's <laughs> exactly.
0: way nicer than leaving the vacation. <laughs> that well that's yeah. that's odd. Like so you,
1: yeah,
2: you were
0: genuinely diagnosed on her birthday and then a year later yeah. she got it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And she also got diagnosed. On another one of my friends'
0: birthdays, that kid must be (laughs) themselves. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't curse. That kid must be freaking out.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure he is. Um. He's
0: got to be like, I've got one year to like get diabetes now. (laughs) Oh my god, if that kid gets diabetes, you have to give me his name. I want to have him on the podcast. And also, it's possible you live in a magical place, but but like backwards magic or something
1: like 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 curse than magic. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know what? Maybe you're more right. Maybe it's a curse situation. (laughs) But that's, cr- I'm telling you, if I'm that kid, I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. What are we, passing this around or something? That's that's. I'd stop having a birthday if I was him. Yeah. Well, that's great. So how are you making out? Like, I mean, how do you, how do your days go generally? Do you know what I just did yesterday? I had to cut my lawn. I feel like you know what that means. Summer is coming and you want to be ready, don't you? You'd like to have a... A nice like pair of shorts on or a little shirt. Maybe you got a nice flat belly you want to show somebody, right? You want to wear like a, a bippy top, right? Like a little someday a halter. What do they call it in the uh, 2000s? I'm, I'm only coming up with words from 1956 here. Anyway, you're going to want to wear a little less when it's warm outside and you might want to hide your insulin pump. Well, you won't have to worry about that with the Omnipod, will you? Because there's no tubes and there's no controller strapped to you. So you can wear an Omnipod pretty much anywhere and no one's going to be able to see it. Not if you don't want them to. But if you want them to see it, go for it. Slap it right on and be proud. I don't care how you wear it. All I'm telling you is that you have choice when it comes to Omnipod. You can be discreet or you can be out and proud. It's up to you. You want to know what else is up to you with your Omnipod? How you take your insulin. Maybe you'd like to have a temporary basal increase or a temporary decrease or an extended bolus. You've heard about those in the podcast, haven't you? Go back and listen to our bolusing episodes with Jenny Smith. You absolutely have the power to stretch out your bolus over time. Maybe to accommodate Chinese food or pizza or something that gives you a stubborn high leader from fats. doesn't matter. It's up to you. You're completely in control. You're in control of where you wear your pump. You're in control of whether or not you want people to see your pump. And you're in control of your insulin and how you use it with the Omnipod. Now let Omnipod send you a pod experience kit. It's absolutely free and there's no obligation. Go to myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox and get going right now. Summer is coming. Myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox for the links in your show notes or juiceboxpodcast.com. How do your days go generally?
1: For school, um, since I have the Omnipod, it's pretty easy to just pull it out in the middle of class. Like if I'm, like I have my um, high alert at 140 and like my low alert at 70. Very nice. So oh, it's pretty easy to just like pull it out, like give myself a bolus, and then be fine,
0: right, kind of bump it around and try to keep it yeah, and so that's your goal uh to to one forty do you mostly are you mostly able to kind of keep it there
1: yeah, mostly um school's been throwing me off a little bit, but I'm getting the hang of it now, so
0: good for you, and do you think you're honeymooning still, or do you think that that's over
1: um I am actually not sure, so um Actually, I'm part of a um, study that's um, trying to um, see if they can prolong or, like, maintain the honeymoon phase.
0: Is that trial net? Yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. So you're doing trial. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. And so, you're, so right now, how much do you manage on your own? Is it, are you very, in, like, do your parents still get involved? Like, do they see your CGM? Like, how, how do you guys do that part?
1: I would say I'm 90% in control. Wow. Um, I like to talk, like, I like to talk with my mom, like sometimes, like if I need to t- change like a basal rate or something or change my ratio, um, cause I, I'm still doing carb counting. It's really impressive.
0: Um, yeah. that, no, seriously, that, that's, uh, that's spectacular. Do you, um, if you don't want to, you don't have to, but are you having the outcomes that you're looking for? Is your A1C near where you were hoping for, or is it something you're working on? Where do you, how do you see that
2: stuff?
1: Well, um, actually, just uh, how long ago was it? Just like a few weeks ago, we had my A1C appointment. And my A1C before this appointment was 6.9. Right. And that was around when I started listening to the podcast. And then I had like the whole summer to kind of like, like get like get down on it like
0: get your listening in i understand yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and um so this most recent um a1c appointment my a1c was 5.8
0: yo oh my god congratulations yeah that's crazy good for you (laughs) i think now all those people before who were like i would pee in the river now they're like that kid is doing way better than me (laughs) but be happy for listen everybody I, i mean this i've been thinking about this a lot lately when you hear somebody's A1C or you see their their graphs and they're better than yours, that's that's just a reason to be hopeful. You should see you should see what's happening to Katie and go, wow! So that's possible. I can do that. So let's tell people a little bit how you do it. You don't eat any food, right? You stay you're staying alive on dust and
2: exactly. Yep.
0: You found on the floor. And, yeah, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and a Flintstones chewable vitamin and nothing else for the rest of the day. <laughs> no,
1: no. Um. Yeah, I'm eating probably like a normal person, like. Yeah. Um, What'd you have for yeah, breakfast today? Um, I had. Well, I don't normally have a donut for breakfast, don't, but my don't grandparents apologize are, for the donut. Go ahead. <laughs> I know my grandparents are here, so they, they, they bring donuts and like treats for like breakfast, which I like is that. amazing. So That's I had excellent. a donut this morning. Cool.
0: And you were able to keep it from spiking too much.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, And my line is actually like perfect.
0: This this is a good moment for you and a better one for me because I'm very excited (laughs) for you. So, okay, so I'm going to try not to be too excited. So, you had it. So, Katie, who is 14 and is taking care of her own diabetes 90%, ate a donut for breakfast without a spike. And your A1C's, what was it again? 5.8? 5.8,
1: yeah.
0: Jeez, that's well done. Arden just got hers uh, three days ago and she was 5.6. And,
2: yay! I will
0: pass (laughs) on your excitement. Um, And and it's funny because this was the toughest three months that we had had in a while, and I still, like, you know, had I not had the Clarity app with Dexcom, if somebody would have said to me, "What do you think Arden's A one C is going to be for this?" you know, this snapshot, I would have, I would have thought like six and a half for sure.
1: Yeah, the, I use the Clarity app as well, and it's amazing. Like the information it tells you
0: That is really cool. I know. So, so, so
1: useful. Yeah, yeah.
0: So because I had the app, I kind of knew where her average blood sugar was and when, where I thought her A1C would come in, I guessed at five, seven and ended up being five, six, uh, but it's climbed, you know, and please. I don't want anybody mad at me. It, it's climbed steadily from five, two to five, four to five, six this year over the last three, you know, the th- the three quarters. And I just realized like you know, she's growing and she's, you know, you're probably a very similar age, like Arden mm-hmm. turned 14 in, in July.
1: I, I was in May.
0: Okay. So, yeah. so oh my God, why is this happening, Katie? <laughs> no, no, no. I just bumped my foot on the floor. It's not, it's not the end of the world. Everyone, <laughs> everyone relax. It's fine. Basil, you can lay back down. It's okay, buddy. Um, I Genuinely, just picked my foot up and tapped it on the floor, and the dog's like, "This is it." (laughs) My
1: dog used to be like that too. (laughs) He's like,
0: he's like like over ten years old. He knows nothing's happening. But anyway, so um, so Arden, you know, just started getting her period this year. I'm assuming you're somewhere in that space as well, and and things started getting a little more difficult. And we're we're just I'm starting to realize that you know the good I was at diabetes. Last year was almost like it was on a different person. You know what I mean? Like, so now I'm adjusting onto who Arden is now uh, because she's made a pretty big shift. She's grown a lot. She's, you know, uh, she's a lady now and she's, you know, it, it, her life has changed and, and I'm changing along with it. We're getting, um, you know, we still see a couple spikes a day, um, you know, sometimes 150, 180. Today was a not a particularly good spike. It went well over 200. We got it back down as quick as we could. Um, but still a five, six without, without crazy lows. So you're not, should, I hope people understand you're not trying to be perfect. You're just trying to, you know, stay where you're trying to stay as frequently as possible. And when you get out of bounds, just get it back. So I want you to, uh, tell me a little bit about that. Like when you, when you bowl, say, say you would have given yourself insulin for this donut this morning and it would have gone wrong. And by wrong, your, I mean, your blood sugar goes up. What would you have done next?
1: I would have like uh, once it hit 140. Well, it would have depend on the arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was, if it was 140 with like two arrows, I would have given myself. Um, let's see, probably about five units.
0: You would have just put more. You would have. Your mindset then would have been, "Wow, more insulin, a lot
1: more insulin." Yeah, yeah, because I like I obviously didn't give myself enough, so I need more.
2: Wow. And
1: then yeah, and if it if it wasn't like if it was
2: like Like straight and like the line was
1: a little bit curved, yeah. like I would have given myself like a little bit more insulin, but it, it probably about to come down. So,
0: okay. So that's perfect. Let's just say that's uh, for me, for my money, that's, you've really got this understood. And now you're kind of freaking me out because you're the second podcast I've done today. And Mm -hmm. the person before you was also a newer diagnosed person in the last year or so. And she was talking about the same thing. She's like, I don't know. I just I got to the podcast early on in my diagnosis. What you were saying made sense. And now that's what I do. And she she's on a very similar path to you. She thinks about it like very similarly. And I was just really blown away, to be perfectly honest. I was like, wow, I can't believe it affected somebody this quickly. But I think you're a great example of what I'm trying to explain to the the larger community, you know, which is that if you get to people early with good information, they don't have to go through a whole process of not understanding and, 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 you know, blood sugars all over the place and, you know, not feeling well and, and, and having like psychological problems with feeling like they're failing constantly, you know, like that doesn't have to happen if you just give them good information up front. So, right. Yeah. right? And so it sounds like that's what's happening to you. I'm really interested in as much detail as you can say. What about the things we talk about on the podcast struck you and got you thinking the way
1: you're thinking now? I just remember listening and you talking about how Arden's like parameters were at 130 and 70 or like 80 or something. And I was like, whoa, because mine, like my high alarm was at 250. So I wasn't even getting notified. And so like immediately I, I closed my, like I closed my range and like, it was magic. Like it worked like amazingly, like immediately I was doing so much better.
0: Yeah. You know, so I'm going to go into this deeper somewhere else, but I, I got this message on Instagram today or the other day. And uh, a person said that they found the podcast and things are going great for them. And that one of the things they did when they lowered their high threshold, which just basically means like they've they've decided that they're going to react and do something sooner with with a blood sugar that's going up, right? And she mm-hmm. said that a lot of the anxiety she had when she she had alarm anxiety, she's like every time this thing beeped at me, it made her feel you know terrible, like she was upset and disappointed and all this stuff. But then she realized. At 1.30 or one forty, it was such a small adjustment to get it back again that now the alarms didn't, they had the exact opposite effect. Instead of hearing a high alarm and thinking, oh, what did I do wrong? She hears a high alarm now and she realizes she can do something right and take care of something quickly and be done with it. And she said all of her anxiety about the alarms went away. And I had never considered it that way. I thought that was really insightful that, you know, there's actually a way to, you know, because I think it's, I think what people do is counterintuitive. They push that high alert so high up because they don't want to hear it. But mm-hmm. then you, but then they realize that when they hear it, it's so late that you're in a mess. It really is. I've said this before, and you're young. You won't maybe this might not mean much to you. But if you get your electric bill on the first day of the month, and you know it's due on the 30th day of the month, and you think you might not be able to afford it, not opening it till the 29th doesn't change what the bill says. Right. So you prefer, right. I, I prefer to open it up and go, Oh, that's more money than I wanted to pay for my electric bill. But at least now I know and now I can start making plans and making adjustments to myself to get things to where I want it. I think of this very similarly, like in a way that it's it's it might sound like a good idea to ignore it for three weeks or for three hours, you know, but by the time you get to that fourth hour and your blood sugar's two fifty or it's three hundred, it really would have been much simpler to do something three hours prior. So yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. And now and now you're like struggling to get down a high instead of just giving like a little bit and not doing anything.
0: Right. And now it's a lot of insulin and you could end up low later and you probably likely will end up low later off of that, which will then Mm -hmm. throw you right on that roller coaster and you'll be going up and down and up and down forever and just repeating this anxiety over and over and over again instead of just getting it somewhere and putting a little more effort into keeping it there. Which, do you find it to be a lot of effort to keep your blood sugar in your range?
1: No, definitely not. Like, yeah, like, especially in school where, and again, with the Omnipod and the Dexcom, like, I can just pull out my PDM and just, then I'm done, you know? Like, it doesn't even like inhibit my learning or anything
0: right it's quick I, I try mm-hmm. to tell people that a lot when they're like oh I don't understand like so you're in contact with Arden all day long I'm like no not in contact with her all day long I'm like we talk by text I'm gonna say three times a day on average and it takes all of 30 seconds maybe e- Yeah. you know and that and that's it it's like hey a little more insulin a little less insulin drink half of this dude. like that's pretty much it you, you know and Indy what is with the
2: thing <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> and,
0: and he's like, We never record in the afternoon. I'm not prepared for this. And so uh but but so but like, there's that. I think your point is that you're coming to that you can take the PDM out, give yourself some insulin, put it right away. It happens very quickly, it's pretty private. You you can be as private as you want about it. There'll be a day where you'll give yourself insulin from your cell phone. I don't yeah. know I don't know when it'll be, but it'll there'll be a day when that happens. And everything's just gonna be right there. You'll it you won't look like you're doing anything different than you know everyone else who's staring at their self.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: No, definitely, no one's going to notice that. <laughs> so how how do you feel about that? Do you mind people knowing, or is it just you're just trying to say it doesn't interfere with your education, or do you are you trying to stay private?
1: Um, I don't mind people knowing. It's just kind of it's a part of me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's kind of like people knowing like my name. Well, not exactly, but it's just another thing that I'm doing, and it's just. Like, I don't really care if people know or not.
0: Right. No, I think that's an incredibly uh, valuable way to think about this, honestly. It's it's a, it's a healthy thing to to just say, look, this is who I am, and these are the things I, I do, and I'm not going to spend any time hiding this from you. Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Plus, you really do end up educating the people around you to the point where mm-hmm. even, if, even if they're weird in the beginning, I mean, you know, after a certain amount of weeks and days and months... It, it, they're gonna get accustomed to it as well. They're gonna see that it's not changing, you know, anything about who you are, who they thought you were five minutes before they found out you had diabetes. Um, I hear from Arden's teachers a lot. You know, by the you know, first you know, they have those like parent-teacher conferences, and you go in, and and I'm like, you know, they talk about all the the, the academic stuff, and then I say something like, "Well, how's the diabetes stuff going?" You have no idea how frequently they say I actually have to remind myself that she has diabetes sometimes. Because Hmm. I just can't, like, nothing happens. She doesn't go to the nurse. You know, she's, you know, there's, she's, they'd say the beeping, you know, there was beeping sometimes, but I got used to that. So, yeah, I think it's just like everything else. You just need a little time with it and then it becomes very average, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. Kind of
0: boring, actually. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah, It's not all that exciting. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's not that exciting. So, so you said you like to climb. Is there other activities you do?
1: Um, yeah, so I play soccer. Um which is a whole nother thing with temp basils and stuff mm-hmm. and like figuring out am I gonna get a journal in this game or not or
0: Yeah. Does the elevation affect it, do you think? Or I guess you always live at it so you wouldn't really know, I
1: guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't really know. Actually I hmm, I don't think I've been outside of Colorado since yeah, I haven't been outside of Colorado since I've been diagnosed.
0: Well, I don't know how true or not true this is, but there's a person who contacts me once in a while, and they're like, "I'm sure that elevation has an effect," and I'm like, "Okay, so I don't dispute <laughs> that at all." Uh, but anyway, be, a, be if you ever if you ever come down off the the mountain. Um, <laughs> You understand the, the knowledge I have of your life.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's the, the, the,
0: the, there's <laughs> mountains and that pot's legal. That's really all I know. About. And so,
2: um, <laughs> it's yeah, it
0: I, it's basically what it is. I'm, I'm over here thinking I'm dumbing down to Colorado. You're like, no, that's the whole thing pretty much. <laughs> but but yeah, so look for that when you, you know, if you ever go to another elevation, if you start seeing a weird change, that, that could be it, I guess. And I'll have to yeah. try to find out more about that. But But I think it definitely could be.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Can I ask you a non-diabetes question? Yeah, of course. Okay, is it what is it like to grow up where marijuana is legal?
1: Uh, Honestly, I'm not like really affected by it. We live in a pretty like a pretty nice neighborhood,
2: right? So, Um,
1: yeah, we don't have a lot of people using it, and it's kind of like a joke that
0: you know of, by the way. But but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 I mean, what I was kind of getting at was. Once it was legal, did you notice your friends or you or kids a little older, you, they're going, oh my God, it's time to just go bathe and weed now. Like, like, was it like a switch was thrown and they were like, okay, it's, we can go, because I don't imagine it to be that way, but I'm interested, did you hear people talking about it and suddenly doing it?
1: No, not, not really. Like the only, the only thing it's like, I don't know, like the only thing that's really changed... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like that's my expectation,
0: by the way. Like, I don't I don't think that making it legal would would suddenly takes, you know, millions of people who were never going to smoke in their life and all of a sudden have them go, oh, I'm going to do it now. Because, you know, I just don't think it works that way. I don't think anything works that way. So, yeah, it's interesting to hear that from a person your age. So thank you. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. You're managing pretty much on your own. Your A1Cs are good. You're still pretty early on. You're doing okay at school. It's a little bit of an adjustment. What are the things... Are there things that you're worried about in the future? Like, what are your concerns wrapped around diabetes? Do you think about it? Like, does it worry you when... I imagine you're, you're not, like, seriously dating at the moment. Do you think about that? Right. Like, when you get older?
1: I haven't really thought about that at all. The only thing I'm really a little bit wary of is burnout because I like, I'm not, I'm not that far into it, but like, I know it's going to happen eventually. It's like,
0: do so you have an expectation that there's going to be a day you're going to wake up and think, Oh my God, not, not diabetes, not today.
1: Right. And, yeah. And that, that
0: could hang yeah. on to you for a little while.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: Do you talk to anybody or you, I mean, how do you think you would handle that if it happened?
1: Um, I think, I think that at first I wouldn't really tell anyone, but then eventually I would probably tell like either my mom or my dad that I'm struggling with it. And then, uh, and they've told me like many times that if you don't want to deal with it, we can deal with it for a little while.
0: Ooh, like a break, a little holiday. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that, that might be a fun thing to.
1: Yeah. The thing is like the kind of person I am Like, I would just, I don't know if I'd be able to, like, (laughs) let go. I'd be like, so, um, what'd you shoot? Like, what are you doing? You know?
0: Katie, what kind of a person are you? What did you mean by that?
1: I'm, I'm definitely perfectionist, which is kind of hard with this. Um, but also, like, I like to be in control. So,
0: so do you know, and this is weird, because this is like a parenting moment for me, which I have no business doing with you, but, um, but. I understand the idea of wanting to, like having a perfectionist kind of attitude and that it's probably really made difficult with diabetes, but you realize that every time something doesn't go the way you want it to, it really is just an opportunity for you to figure something out for next time. Like, please don't think of those things as, as mistakes or failures or anything like that. I've had a couple of experiences this week with Arden's Blood Sugar where I just did something and it did not go nearly the way I expected. And I reminded myself, I used my, I was like, I became a listener of the podcast for a second. I just reminded myself, I was like, this is just great information. Just look at this. And what is this telling you? You know, like what, what happened is it's trying to show me something like, what is it? And I, yeah. just, that, that's how I handle it. I hope you do that because, because there's no reason to feel defeated, you know?
1: Right. And that's what I have to keep reminding myself. Like, like you've said many times before, like diabetes is hard. And I have to, yeah, and like, kind of like you said, like, it's just learning. Like, oh, that didn't work. What can I do? What can I do to fix it?
0: Yep. It's, I wanted this to happen, but that happened. Next time I want this to happen. And what did I learn from this that would help me make that decision the next time? A little closer to what I was hoping for. Exactly. I'm here to tell you about some of Real Good Food's new menu options. They got breakfast covered now with breakfast sandwiches, sausage, egg, and cheddar cheese, and bacon, egg, and cheddar cheese. That's right, low-carb, high-protein breakfast sandwiches. I'm looking at the sausage right here, six grams of carbs per serving, 18 grams of protein. You know how they do that? The bread on the sandwich made of cauliflower. People are mad geniuses over there at Real Good Foods. Who would even think of that? Like if I said to you, hey, you got to replace bread with something, you would say cauliflower? No, never. You wouldn't even be able to think of that. That's why we need real good foods. They think of stuff like this. Now, listen, they're not just about breakfast sandwiches. They have chicken crust pizza, cauliflower crust pizza, poppers, pizza snacks. They got everything. They even have like shirts and stuff. What is this here? I've never even looked at this link before. You would think I would have done that. Yeah, they've got like real good food swag, like backpacks and stretch pants that look like camo pizza and slices. They got stuff here, you should check it out. RealGoodFoods.com, and when you get there and you decide to buy something, I want you to use the offer code JUICEBOX. And do you know why I want you to use it? Because you're gonna save 20% on your entire order at RealGoodFoods.com with the offer code JUICEBOX. Look at this here about the pizza. Low carb, high protein, gluten-free crust made from cauliflower, egg, and cheese a truly low-carb, high-protein pizza without adding grains, gluten, or fiber fillers. What else do you want? RealGoodFoods.com. Use the offer code JUICEBOX. Always know your glucose number and where it's headed with the new Jexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Now FDA-permitted for treatment decisions with no finger sticks and no calibrations. Ugh, I hate reading copy. You know what? Let me just tell you this instead. You want to know which way your blood sugar is moving and how fast it's going. Trust me, if you don't even know that you want to know that, trust me when I tell you you want to know that. We make decisions about diabetes treatments here based on the feedback we get from the Dexcom G6. I'm going to tell you right now today. Today's a great example, right? Arden's blood sugar was tough today. Really stuck in the high 180s that area. And we pushed and pushed and pushed. I probably used twice as much insulin today as I would on a normal day. And you know why I was comfortable doing that? Why I was able to keep a 180 blood sugar when probably in any normal situation, it would have been 300. I mean, why would I know I needed twice as much insulin today, right? Well, I could tell because I could see Arden's blood sugar. I could see it whenever I needed to. Was it moving? Was it not moving? I could be more aggressive with the insulin because of the data I was getting back from the G6. And when that log jam finally broke and her blood sugar came back down, I was able to catch that fall smoothly without a danger slow. Again, because of the DEXCOM. I don't need to regen any copy. You need to know stuff like that. Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox with links in your show notes or juiceboxpodcast.com. Of course these are our results and yours may vary but I have got a good feeling that if you can see your data you can make good decisions too. Diabetes is just too it's variable and so that to 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 hold yourself accountable for taking variability out of something that has you know naturally has variability in it is insane. It, it right, just—it's it's, yeah. just—it's like if I cut a tree down, and then I stood you next to it, and I was like, "All right, now, right now, I put a nice, clean cut through it, so it's balanced." But you have to stay here, and if it starts to go, you stop it because that's, you couldn't do that if the tree started to right, fall. You yeah. have to step back and go, "Okay, the tree's going to fall," and and, yeah. and let it go. Now, there's a lot of things we can do to keep it balanced longer, but at some point, you know, the variability is going to maybe get the best of you. And when that happens, you got to be okay with it. And you got to be able to roll with it and get it back as quickly as possible and keep going. I, you know, Arden's, Arden's um, graph the other day, I don't have it anymore. I wish I did. Just looked like an upside down, uh, like the fake fang she'd put in for, for Halloween. Like it was, her, her blood sugar was like, 85, 90, 85, 90, 85, 90, 85, 90, 220, back down to eighty five, ninety nine, all the way across uh-huh. for like another twelve hours, then boom to two hundred, then back down again. It just looked like fangs, like upside down fangs, and um and I as I looked at it, I thought, well, that stinks. But what did I do here? And it turns out I think there's a misunderstanding between Art and I about when her um her lunch starts at school. So we're we're I'm looking re looking at her schedule and like so for most people who. You know, you ever see? I don't know if you ever see parents online when it's back to school time, and they've they've packed like nine thousand, like they could keep forty three kids with diabetes alive for seven <laughs> five days with the stuff they send to school, and, and you know they're writing down like you know instructions and having them laminated, and you know forcing <laughs> forcing the bus driver to go to driver to training, but the bus only drives the kid across the street. Like all the, they're all like, it's back to school time. I do none of that. Um, our back to school prep is. You'd probably laugh, but our back to school prep is we go to the grocery store, buy a bunch of juice boxes, go to the school and put like three juice boxes in every class. And then that's it. Like, we don't do it. We don't do anything else. (laughs) You know, and so it's, but having, because it's fluidity the whole way, like, we'll figure out the schedule. I'll figure everything else out. But because we put no pre-planning into it whatsoever, I really thought Arden's lunch was at a certain time. And apparently it's like 10 minutes sooner than that. <laughs> and so I was a little confused, you know? And so we're pre-bullishing it at, at, at the wrong time. And so mm, I think yeah, that'll, I, that'll mess you up, right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. So I, we just figured that out. So we're trying to... But it, it's it's to show you how kind of relaxed we are about it that no one really quite knew. We were just, we were just like going along doing our thing. Um, right. You know, and so... I, I think that, I think that there can't be anything more important than staying flexible around the whole thing and just being ready to adjust and and make decisions and and you know see something happen and then do something. And I, th- I think that's really the only thing you can do.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Cool. And it's
1: yeah, fun. and yeah. Um, so our setup was kind of similar. Like we definitely. Like, we talked to the nurse, because we haven't had this nurse before. Okay. And uh, what she did is, for, like, the first week, she had me go down to her office, uh, like, tell her my blood, my carb count, and what I'm bolusing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was, and I don't need to do that. Like, I just need to pull it out, like, at the end of the class before lunch, and just give myself, a like, a bolus. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of really the only prep that we did.
0: And do you have Uh, to still do that now or has the school year gone? No. That they get up on that.
1: Yeah. After, after, after a week, um, I was like, can I be done? And she's like, uh, let me ask your mom. My mom was like, yes, she can be done. And so. Wow.
2: You're doing so
0: well. You're doing really well. Did your friend who was diagnosed recently, did they come to you for any kind of advice or how did that go? Did you? create like more of a bond over that or have you not really spoken about it too much?
1: Yeah. So, um, it was her sis, it was my her friend's sister. sister. So, um, we weren't like, we knew each other, but like we didn't know each other all that well. Mm-hmm. And now like we're pretty close because this is, I mean, it brings people together. I feel like
0: it really does. Yeah. You're hundred percent right. I know mm-hmm. Arden has friends from, you know, around the country that she only knows because she has diabetes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it, do you have like a? Is there like a hand signal or something you do in the hallway?
2: <laughs> you, uh,
1: no, she like she doesn't go to my school uh, yet. Like she's not in the.
0: I got you. She's
2: younger. Oh, I see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I don't see her. I wish I, I wish I saw her more often. And I will, I think, mm, like two years. I think.
0: Oh. Oh. She's so, so she's a couple years younger than
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. So um. Yeah, I think I'll see her then, and hopefully we can do something because, like, she yeah, she's a little bit younger than me, so she's still working out everything and yeah. figuring it out. And um, yeah, I think we're just like, <laughs> like I don't mean to brag, but I feel like we're such like a good resource for them.
0: Good, yeah. Oh, you absolutely are. Of course you are. Yeah, j- anybody is. It just to, to have any kind of. Um, camaraderie around diabetes is an amazing resource for people. Plus, you know, you're having, I mean, you really are setting a standard. If you, you know, if people are listening, have to be amazed by what you're doing. I mean, you're inside of a year, you're 14, you're taking care of it on your own. Your A1Cs are terrific. You're, you're, you're proving that, that it can be done like this. And of course, that's an amazing resource because anything you could tell her would be, would be beneficial. You know what I mean? Especially when she's got questions. You, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, imagine like what do you do when you have questions?
1: Well, um, I usually, well, for the study, we've been going up, um, to the BDC every like four weeks, like every month. So I usually would just ask them, um, because there were a bunch of doctors there. Yeah. yeah. Um, plus you do a
0: favor. So they, they, yeah. Right. I got yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Um, but now, um, we're to the part where I'm don't have to go up as often. So, um, I don't, I don't know yet. I haven't really gotten to that point. Like I've talked to my parents, but they know about as much as me. It's <laughs> not less.
0: Isn't that great at 14? You can finally, you can say that about your parents and it's true. i be <laughs> like, I know about as much about this as you do. <laughs> do you think, do you think that, um, do you have, actually I was going to ask do you, have other, do you have siblings?
1: Um, I have a little sister.
0: Okay. Is she doing the, did she do trial net as well? Uh, yeah. Okay. Did you know if she got back her results? Would that be something they would share with you or no?
1: Um, I think I'm trying to remember. I think they said something that she's not, she doesn't have diabetes, but she's not like completely clear or something like that. So
0: she has some of the genetic markers. Yeah. I got you.
1: Yeah. Okay. But they're not like completely sure.
0: That's interesting. Did they tell her that?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think they did. I don't,
0: Well, maybe you should find out before you let her listen to this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's what's her name? Uh, Leah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Leah surprise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You might get diabetes. Hey,
0: well, and probably on somebody's birthday because that's how we do it around here. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so seriously, make sure that she knows this before you get to it. But, um, I think it's I think it's really interesting because I think TrialNet is it's obviously a pretty personal decision about whether you would want to know if you had genetic markers that would predispose you to type one or not. Um, and I've heard I've heard conversations on both sides of the argument. I would never want to know. Just let me live my life like this until it happens, and then people are like, I absolutely want to know because if there's something I can do to prolong the you know the time it would take to get diagnosed, I would want to do that. Plus, plus, um, TrialNet uses all that information for a ton of other good research. It's not just for you, it it helps everybody with diabetes. So I think it's really cool you did it. How old is Leah? Uh,
1: She's 10. Yeah, she's 10. She's
0: 10. (laughs) Uh, 10 and 14. You probably don't even talk to her. Right? That's a pretty big Um. spread at (laughs) your
1: age. We're actually pretty close. Um, It's because you're a nice kid.
0: I'm going to give you all the credit. It's got nothing to do with her. It's you. By the way, your parents have done a really good job. I don't know how they keep you in line if it's uh, like they beat you once in a while or what they do. Is there a lot of threats or something? No, but you seem like no. a really sweet.
2: Kid.
0: <laughs> That's excellent. Do you, do you? So, seriously, do you know you have good parents? As soon as this podcast is over, I want you to go to dancingfordiabetes.com. That's dancing, the number four diabetes.com. And then go visit them on Facebook and Instagram. I compel you to do this. This podcast compels you to go to dancingfordiabetes dot com
2: yeah,
1: yeah, um I mean, like with all of my friends like we're so we're so tight, and so i don't I don't really know like other parents like all that much, like besides like the people I hang out with, but I, I, they're great. Like they very much. I don't really have, yeah, I don't really have anything to base it off of, but I know that they're.
0: You've got a limited perspective. Let's say they yeah. could be monsters, and you wouldn't know. But my, exactly. I'm going to kind of guess that they're not, right? Because, because to give you this kind of, well, actually, I was going to say to give you this kind of freedom. Maybe they're just like, oh, that Katie kid. I don't really want to be bothered with the diabetes. Let her know it. But it doesn't sound like that. So so no. it, to give you that freedom is really amazing. To trust you like that is spectacular to not give you any weird food feelings about like, you know, don't, excuse me, don't eat this, don't have a good cup. That's all really, those are well done decisions. You know what I mean? Because diabetes is a long-term thing. And if somebody, you, you might have less of a shot of being burned out one day because you're not running around trying to adhere to all these crazy rules and expectations and, and feeling badly about food and stuff. I'm a big proponent of not causing weird feelings about food. Um, you know, I, I sometimes I say what Arden had for lunch and I'm sure some people hear that and they're like, maybe the kid should eat something healthy once in a while. <laughs> she, she, she does. Uh, but I just think that I just think that there's more value in not being scared of food or seeing food as the enemy because that could really cause a serious eating disorder at, you know, earlier in your life or later in your life. It could cause you all kinds of problems with especially with having diabetes and, and not having diabetes, by the way, you don't want to have an adversarial Relationship, with the,
1: right, you know. right,
2: yeah. But,
0: but okay, so so the reason I asked about your parents is because just the other day at Arden's appointment, and it made me feel awkward. We were kind of like finishing up, and the endo uh, the the nurse practitioner looks at Arden and says, "Hey, Arden, you have a great dad." And I was like, oh, "That's weird. Don't say that." <laughs> like you know because. First of all, whether I'm a great dad or not is up to Arden to decide, you know. And right, secondly, yeah. she only knows us about diabetes. Like I could be at home like forcing her to mine diamonds or something like that. Like they, they don't know <laughs> right. what I do in the rest of our right.
2: life. Right, yeah, but yeah. Look how in shape she
0: is. I'm like, oh, of course it's because she paints houses overnight. That's how we make extra money. Like, <laughs> you know, like like she's very well worked. But 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 it just made me feel awkward for a second. Like I was grateful for the sentiment that they thought we were doing well and, you know, and that we had this involvement. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, isn't that for someone else to decide, not you? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I can't run around going, I'm a great dad. Like, that's weird.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But now I have medical proof of it, so I guess I could <laughs> get a T-shirt if I wanted to at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, my parent. yeah, they're great. They're just, they're amazing. Which and one of
0: them are you afraid of? You can tell me. Who's the... That mom, wow, you went to that very yeah. quickly. You went to oh my gosh, I hope your mom doesn't listen now, Katie, because you just you should you should have paused, sweetie, just a little bit in between the question and the answer. Which one are you? My mom. She's a horror. <laughs> I'm scared of her. I'm scared right now. <laughs> Arden would have said Kelly too. I think so. Um, we we get off lightly being dads. We just get to joke through things while everybody else is doing the hard stuff. So um, that's part. please. Do you need me to edit that part out? Are you frightened for your life now, or is everything okay? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you don't want to get left in that river next year for the trip, do you? <laughs>
1: I'm it. K- where's,
0: where's Katie? Don't know.
2: <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Maybe
0: she's at home. Let's drive back down the mountain and look for her. <laughs> Just abandoned on the mountain going, oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, Indy, sorry.
0: what are you doing? Indy's coming over to me. He never does this. What are you looking at, man? Aw, oh, buddy. It's okay, brother. What's going on? I'm now petting the dog on the podcast. Things have gotten <laughs> out of hand and are not interesting at the moment. But but we have hardwood floors, so when he walks away, you're just going to hear him like click away. Go lay down, big guy. It's okay. Go ahead. You can do it. Are you walking in a circle? Go back and lay down. Go ahead. Go lay down. Go ahead. I have to ignore him or he's going to stare at me with that cute face. I'm gonna, uh, oh, my God. Now Basil's here. Basil, what do you want? Do you wanna make a weird noise for everybody? How about Yeah? <laughs> this is Katie, I'm so sorry about this. You're being you're being infringed upon heartily. Um did we have we not talked about anything that you were hoping to talk about?
1: Not really. We kinda covered everything.
0: I do pretty good with this. I don't want to yeah. brag, but I'm also a, I'm also a good parent apparently.
1: Yeah, you, <laughs> you you helped me so much. Like this I was a little nervous before we started, like I like I mentioned, but I'm feeling great now, like
0: well, Katie, the, the secret here in this situation is that I am emotionally not much older than you. So um, I'm able to relate on this level um, pretty simply, actually. If you want to talk about other stuff uh, like BuzzFeed quizzes um, or to find out what Harry Potter character I have been <laughs> in the past, I know about all this stuff. I do. I, I, so I, I guess I, I asked you earlier if there are things you were worried about in the future. And I thought burnout was a really like seriously mature answer. I was thinking like you were going to be worried about dating or driving or something like that, but you went to something really important. And so that I think you're listen, you can't tell the future for anybody. Right. But that you're thinking about it now in a thoughtful way, I think is a good indicator that you'll be okay if it should come. And that if it doesn't come, I wouldn't spend a ton of time worrying about it. You, You know what I mean? Like it's, I think you'd be okay if it did happen.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
0: yeah. Katie's like, I appreciate <laughs> this. It's such <it's> a weird <laughs> thing to do this podcast, by the way, because sometimes when you're giving your opinion, it feels like you're telling someone something, and and I always want to like be like, look, it's not my place to say. <laughs> but right. right. Yeah. But, but no, seriously. Like, I think it's like anything else in life. If you're if you're kind of thoughtfully aware, and you don't need to, you don't need to sit around worrying about it all the time, because you know, I. I named a whole episode that I think worry is an incredible waste of your imagination, you know, like, so as long as you're ready for when something happens, uh, you don't have to sit and think about it constantly. Can I ask, are you using the G6 or the G5 for the Dexcom? Um,
1: I'm using the G6. We got it pretty recently. Did you have the G5? Uh, yeah. So we, yeah. So I started with the G5, Mm -hmm. like pretty, pretty soon after diagnosis, we got the Dexcom like right away. Um. Well, actually, my like right after we got diagnosed. Okay, my mom loves listening to podcasts. Like, does she, she listen to this one? uh I think she does. I do, not as often as I do. I listen every every week.
0: Oh, th- first um, of all, thank you, and secondly, let's call this one Katie's mom is scary. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know if she'd like that or
0: not. Oh, I don't think she would at all. I think that's why it's funny. <laughs> But there's no, by the way, there's no better joy as an adult than to say something to a child who's not yours about their parents and put their parents in an awkward situation. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world to do. So I I don't, I never get to do it on the podcast. I do like to like sometimes, you know, you'd be like a softball game with Arden or something like that. And the kid will be like, yeah, I just want to go here for lunch. And you'll hear the parent go, no, we can't. And I'll like, look at him. I'll be like, you know, if your dad wasn't such a horrible person, I think he really would take you to that. And uh-huh. and I think maybe if you just asked him like this and said this, and then I just look over at the dad and I'm just waving it at him, like, hi. Like, I don't know why. I just enjoy causing <laughs> problems for other parents. Um, so, um, but we're clearly joking. Your mom's not a <laughs> yeah,
1: monster. Yeah, no, right? I love her. She's she's amazing. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, you have to love her because she's so scary, because yeah. if you don't love <laughs> her, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. What is your mom's name? I'm sorry.
1: Um, Shell.
0: Shell. We're just joking. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> your kid's got a great sense of humor for 14, so that's something good. She's. You're, by the way, Katie, you are sarcastic in a way I don't expect out of West Coast people, which is totally unfair of me to say. And um, are, are your parents from the East Coast originally by any chance?
2: Um,
1: my dad's from Florida.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's yeah, my of- mom.
0: Texas okay so they can hang a little they've taught you yeah. right yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> there are some times when my children and I are having conversations that are only in sarcasm and I think I
1: just, I'm friends all the time. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is probably not healthy I think during the middle of them like we should probably say something real to each other and not just keep <laughs> testing each other's uh ability to joke uh but but no you are really like I just it, it is hard for me to think that you're 14 while we're talking so, it's it's really cool to to be able to have like such a a fun and and thoughtful conversation with you at this age. It's really it's really something. Um can I ask you do you ever have since since you you can talk on a different level for your age? Have you had any moments yet where you like really do you get sad ever? Like do you ever think wow, I really wish this wouldn't happen to me?
2: Um
1: I do sometimes. Um like especially if I like miss bolus or like if like for example like a few days ago we had like a faulty center a sensor
2: mm-hmm.
1: and like my data was so spotty so like i would be like at 60 like i'd say i was at 60 and then like i get no data and then like 30 minutes later it'd be at like 200 something and so i was getting really frustrated and i was like why do i have to deal with this
0: now, I I've had a ardent when she was younger. A few times she would, I I don't know if meltdown's the right word, but she would just be like, "I can't believe this is my life. Like I I don't want this," you know. Um, yeah. But it hasn't happened recently, and I just didn't. You're a, such a good person to ask. Um, so when something goes a little out of your control, that that that's when it hits you a little harder. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. That
0: makes sense. I, it really does. I mean, I think you're doing really well, but I mean, it, to 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 expect to never feel like that is unreasonable. I think it's right. you know it's obvious that things like this are going to come up. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, you're really cool. I would trade Arden for you, probably.
1: So, <laughs> Say that. Why? I mean,
0: I've already known her for like 14 years. I think that, <laughs> right. That's enough. <laughs> Don't you think?
2: I guess <laughs> So my
0: son left when he was 18. He just up and went to college. Like we didn't even count. He was like, see ya. I was like, what? That's it. You're like, bye. You know? So <laughs> this kid really is only going to give us like four more years and then she's out of here. So I could start over with you. It'd be nice. <laughs> I don't ski and I would never, cla- Katie, you would hate living with me. You'd be like, can we go skiing? And I'd say no. And then you'd say, can we go for a hike? And I'd go, God, no. And then <laughs> Like, don't you just want to watch Netflix? What's wrong with you,
1: Katie? <laughs> like, let's go, nature. I'm
0: like, no, watch One Tree Hill for the 13th time and leave me alone, please. <laughs> That's not completely fair, but, but I really don't want to climb up anything. <laughs> or come back down it really fast, either. No, none of that makes a ton of sense to me, Just, just so you know. But I'm glad it makes sense to you. How is it managing your blood sugar while you're, like, doing stuff like that, like skiing and hiking and those kind of things? Is it just you handle it mostly with temp basils?
1: Yeah, temp basils are a big part of it. Um, the Like, the biggest problem is adrenaline. And if I notice that my line is starting to head up, I'll usually just quit the temp basil, and that usually brings it back down. And worst-case scenario, I just give myself, um, like, how you use juice boxes. I use Skittles.
0: Nice.
1: So, like, I just give myself enough for five Skittles to cover.
0: Do you try to combine certain f- colors for a certain flavor, or do you not think about it?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I'm, you, you, if you like, don't have an immediate answer, you don't know.
1: <laughs> so, a, a little bit. Well, I try to...
0: Like purple with yellow?
1: No, I try to save like the colors. Like I have an order that I eat the colors in.
0: Oh, Katie, okay. we're gonna have to get like, you to a psychiatrist. Is there something wrong? There's an order and there's colors. What's going the on?
1: green first, right. then yellow, Seriously? then orange, then purple, then red.
0: Oh, I think your mom might want to be scared of you. Forget them. <laughs> the thing. So, so you eat them in order, like you eat all yeah. all the greens first.
1: Well, I eat all but one of the greens. <laughs> Oh my I'm God. sounding crazy.
0: You're, you're not sounding crazy, Katie. <laughs> you're crazy, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> I eat all but one of the greens, like all but one of the yellows, etc. And then I have like the five, like colors at the end, and then I eat those like all at once.
0: The colors of the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Which is going to be end uh, end uh that's going to be the the title of the episode. I'm I'm assuming, but but that's. Wow. All right, listen, we only have a couple minutes left, but you're not like hopping over like cracks and sidewalks or anything like that, are you? No. Okay. All right. Is there any other (laughs) weird stuff you do that we should maybe call a doctor about?
1: Uh, Not that I could think of.
0: Not that that you're going to. After you heard yourself saying the Skittles thing out loud, you were like, oh, I should have never said this, right? Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Katie, you're my new best friend, even though we're like 40 years apart. (laughs) I don't think we can be friends. I think that would be weird, but, but still, um, but I am really genuinely like, I want to say here at the end, like this is, it's going to sound like I'm saying something positive about myself, but I'm not. Um, Although I might be, I am the greatest parent in the world. So whatever. Um, I can do whatever I want, but, but that that a podcast basically run by, by a 47 year old guy who doesn't have type one diabetes, that it could reach a, 13 or 14 year old girl and do what it's done for you, I think is an amazing testament to how important it is to talk to other people who have diabetes.
1: It's so amazing. And yeah, yeah, that's it, it. That's exactly it. Like if you just like talk to other people, like it helps you so much.
0: Because it's so unlikely. Can you imagine if a friend of yours said, hey, what are you listening to? And you're like, oh, there's this old man on the East Coast doing a podcast about diabetes. I love it. <laughs> Your friends would be like, wait, what's happening? You're well, like,
1: when I've said to my friends, I'm like, I'm going to be like recording a podcast. And they're like, for what? I'm like, I'm talking to this old guy about diabetes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually say that? Did you call me old? It's okay if you didn't. I just want to know.
1: Yeah, I did. Oh, that's
0: excellent. That's so amazing because it's exactly what we're doing. Wow, I love this next generation. I wish I could be young again. I like how just obviously honest you are about it. You're like, I'm going to go talk to a guy. I swear to God, he's like nine times older than us about something like this. They were probably like, why? And did they say why?
1: Um. I think so. I don't true. exactly remember. And You're like, it's my like... favorite
0: podcast. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, shut they probably
1: up. probably just like <laughs> smiled and nodded.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were probably, they probably just walked away and they're like, do you ever see her eat those Skittles? Don't mess with her. <laughs> 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 Kate, you really are delightful. I appreciate you coming on and doing this. Um, I I have to go in a minute, but if there's anything at all that you want to say, um, you absolutely should say it right now because we're going to
2: hang up.
1: <laughs> no, I think this is good. I, I love talking with you and cool. this hour flew by so fast. Wow.
0: I would love to hear back from you again in a year or something like that. Like I'd love to have some more perspective from you. Um, because I just think you're a really good, you're a really good person to hear from through this. So if you want to, if you're up for this for as long as you'd be willing to, maybe every year we should like just do this again and again and again, maybe it would be really cool to track like one person's progress through all this. And that I, would
1: be amazing.
0: I think and, and for anybody else who has younger people who've been on the podcast before that I didn't offer this to, it just occurred to me now. It's not like I've had the idea and been waiting for the right kid and your kid wasn't the right kid. Nothing like that. <laughs> just just it just occurred to me now like maybe it would be cool to maybe revisit this over and over again. So let's try to keep that in mind and keep in touch. Yeah, definitely. Katie, thank you so much. Please tell your parents thank you for being good sports. And uh, apologize to your sister if I've outed the fact that she might get diabetes one day.
1: Uh, I will. (laughs) Seriously,
0: make sure she doesn't hear that before you know, okay? (laughs) All right, Katie, I'm going to say goodbye. What did I tell you? Katie is amazing, and this episode was spectacular. You know what else is amazing and spectacular? Dexcom, Omnipod, Dancing for Diabetes, and Real Good Foods. Don't forget to get your free pod experience kit from Omnipod. Just go to myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox. Speaking about less monies, and I mean, tough to get better than free, but about 20% off at realgoodfoods.com. That's 20% off your entire order when you use the offer code juicebox. I can't give you anything free with Dexcom, but I can give you some free advice. Try it, Dexcom G6. It is a game changer. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. And if you want to hear me talk about being bold with insulin, you're going to have to come to Orlando in May. Go to DancingForDiabetes.com to find out more. Or go to the events tab and then click on touched by type one. There you'll see me and other people who'll be talking. But I mean, honestly, you know, you're going to come for me. If you catch some other people and they're good, well, bonus
2: DancingForDiabetes.com. That's dancing. The number four diabetes.com.